0: Good thing is bad thing. Bad thing is good thing. Alright mate, it's Madigan recorded live from the world's most beautiful open air prison, Sydney, Australia. First of all, thank you so much for checking out this episode and the channel. You can find me just by searching at The Brian Madigan. I'm on all those platforms there. And there are also audio only versions of these episodes available on Spotify and uh, Apple podcast. So leave a like, leave a comment, leave a five-star review. And hopefully this episode is the one that I earn your subscription. I do hope so. I am unapologetically a free speech supporter. Um, I back and forth every now and then about whether or not I'm a free speech absolutist. And then I sort of realized myself, should we have people actively making calls for violence? And a part of me thinks, no, we shouldn't. But at this moment, I'm just, uh, I am just—I will always fight for free speech. We'll just keep it at that, which is why I saw an article today and I thought, what the hell are they talking about? And it comes from the Rolling Stone. And the first question that I've got to ask before we get into the article is what the hell happened to the Rolling Stone? Like it used to be about music and now it's just been completely infected by the woke mind virus publishing stuff like this Why cancel culture is good for democracy? Please. Anyway, let's read. For many years, cancel culture has been despised or misconstrued as a new phenomenon that's caused havoc on free expression and speech. We're supposed to now assume that we can't say or do anything without an angry mob instantly judging us and preparing to end our careers before they start. In actual fact... We are the people who make up the so-called mob and we have control of our own actions. Well, uh, one just needs to look over the past 10 years to realise that that is true. There is an angry mob that will come after you uh, that will try and cancel for stuff that you say and sometimes stuff that you don't say. The first example that comes to my mind is Johnny Depp. Somebody made a false accusation about him and then an angry mob came after him and they did cancel him. He lost his gig on Pirates of the Caribbean. So, straight off the bat, this person is lying. Cancel culture has levelled the playing field for those who can't always rely on the government to protect them. Right now, bigots are protected under the First Amendment to fuel disgusting rhetoric with state-sanctioned... Without, sorry, state-sanctioned consequence. Uh, Yeah, that's... The core of having a First Amendment, free speech. And believe me, I know this because I live in Australia. Where we don't have free speech, we have the government that can come down and hammer us if they don't like something that you say. The same with England. They're arresting people over tweets. Do you think it's a good thing that a girl who lost a friend posted lyrics from her favourite rap song, in honour of her uh, uh, departed friend, was arrested by the police because the rap lyrics contained the (sighs) N-word. These people are insane. The America that tolerated white supremacy in their policies and law is the same country that wants to remind us of how such forms of hate are still legal via free speech. Yes, cancel culture is uh, is the poison to those in power that have benefited from unchecked free speech no it is it is free speech that is the poison to those in power it's free speech it's the it's the people who were oppressed when everything was taken from them the only thing that they had left when they were being canceled by those in power using their abilities of cancel culture because they controlled the culture it was their voice their free expression, their free speech that allowed them to break those chains figuratively. Uh, When conservatives on Fox News declare that it's a free country, that cancer culture is un-American, they're correct, they forget speech works two ways. Yeah, and the better ideas win. It allows for discourse to take place, but grants all voices can... Uh, but grants all voices can be heard in other words straight white men and other people with power aren't used to getting pushback for the way they conduct themselves oh yeah it's only straight white men it's only straight white men so immediately this um this uh journalist if that's what this person is Ernest owens you can see straight away that this is just purely ideological see the thing about cancel culture and the people who are most active in pursuing it on other people is they, they don't believe that'll ever be used against them. They want it for their benefit. And that's why they hate free speech. That's why they're against free speech because when the marketplace of ideas go head to head, the best ideas rise to the top. The best idea wins. And if you haven't got the best ideas, well then you use an angry mob to shut that person down. You use that angry mob to cancel the idea that is beating yours. Uh, He goes on to talk about Piers Morgan, going on about Meghan Markle, and I don't really care about that. Um, Cancel culture as we consider it today feels new because of the digital platforms we uh, have at our disposal. Previous generations were cancelling, but the road to accountability was paved with many barriers, both technologically and socially. It was hard to fully cancel something when you weren't granted the same civil rights as your opponent, even more so when you could face even more persecution and exile for doing it. Yes, once again, you're advocating on behalf of the people who were in power because they were using cancel culture at the time. It was free speech. It was free speech that broke these people out. Once the internet began to take off in the 1990s, society began to see a shift in how public could consider cancelling with less gatekeeping. In 1997, the Supreme Court acknowledged this first major shift when it dealt uh, with its first internet-related First Amendment case. The court wrote that at the time, any person with a phone line can become a town crier with a voice that resonates farther than it could from any soth box. Those who fear cancel culture may claim they fear uh, suppression of speech, but it's accountability that they want to avoid. No, it isn't. No. Because cancel culture is coming after people at the moment who say something as benign as men can't be women and women can't be men. Just look at J.K. Rowling. And she's not as hard that as I am. She's just saying, I think women should have their own spaces and they're doing everything in their, cu- in their power to cancel her. And you're advocating on their behalf. Cancel culture is a way for a new generation of people to practice free speech. Oh my God, that has got to be a joke. No, it isn't. No, no, no. When you actively suppress people from being able to say their ideas... That is not free speech. That is authoritarianism. (sighs) The way that we cancel today is more advanced because of our rights as people to access digital uh, communication tools. Yeah, like um, it's just made uh, extremely easier. See, back in the day, being an old school radio person before, you know, the internet really, really rapidly took off. If you didn't like what somebody said on the radio, you'd have to write a letter. Now it's a hell of a lot easier. You just got to send a tweet. Believe me, I know. I've been a, I've been a victim to this crap. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I got lost with what I was talking about. Uh, what opponents of cancel cultures get wrong is the act itself. E- it's the act itself. It's not that we're doing it that's new. It's how we're cancelling that's different. Yeah, which I just basically uh, laid out. It's not the fault of the general public that society is more progressive uh, than previous decades. In fact, that should be the goal of a democracy. Perhaps the consequences of more democratic or uh, progressive society is for the the most powerful to recognise the limits of control they once had. It's a direct call to get better, do better, and be better for communities that are often marginalised. Again, I'm just repeating myself here that the way you do that is with free speech. See, what you don't understand, Ernest, is that maybe when you push this too much and too far, then a new power will, will rise up and they'll use your rules against you and it will be 20, 30, 50 times worse than what you're trying to do right now. Like they'll just go full totalitarian and you'll be screaming, oh, but what about my free speech? <sighs> I, I apologise. I've sighed so many times during this episode. I, 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 I do, I do apologise. Sorry. Uh, Council culture has given a voice to the voiceless at a time when other aspects of our democracy have become threatened. Today, the voting rights we once thought were protected are under attack. No, they're not. That is an utter lie. Republican leaders bitter over the presidential cancellation of Donald Trump now want to make it harder for marginalised communities to vote. No, they do not. You absolute liar. What they're doing is trying to secure the elections so people who aren't legally allowed to vote can vote. Like, the way that um, some states at the moment are working, I... As a uh, Australian tourist could just wander into a, one of those states and vote. Does that seem right? Or should you show that you're an actual American citizen and live in the state, the city, the town that you're voting in? That's what they're trying to shore up and secure. And people from the left have been trying to say, well they're stripping their demo- they're stripping their ability to vote. They're asking for for IDs, which is so goddamn racist. But they're sitting there saying, oh, you know, community, black communities and Hispanic communities, they don't know how to get IDs. Joe Biden even said it once that they don't even know how to use a computer to find out where their DMV is. Yet you had to show an ID during uh, during points of the, um, well, yeah, you, ha- you had to show a certain card to show that you had two hokey pokies That you're all okay with, but to show that you're a citizen of the country that you're voting in? No, 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 no. You're taking away people's ability to vote. Oh, I just did it again. Sorry. (laughs) Ah, bloody hell. The potential for cancel culture is democracy uncensored. That's a joke, right? and unchanged. Despite how critics have tried to represent it, cancel culture is not cyberbullying or doxing. Cancel culture gives us the chance to engage in new and exciting ways, civically, culturally, and politically. What could we change in the world if we use cancel culture as the tool that is? Answer. Choose a cause that you care about and get involved. Like all forms of protest, cancel culture can be cumulative. The segregation laws around buses that didn't change the moment Rosa Parks sat down, it took 381 days of black people refusing to take the uh, Montgomery buses, and the Supreme Court ruled that their seating rules uh, needed to be changed and were discriminatory. Yes, because of free speech, that court, the buses, could have used cancel culture to shut her down. They could have cancelled her from using the bus. But you're arguing for cancel culture, but at the same time, you're pointing out how great free speech is. And you're saying that free speech is bad because the people that you don't like use it. Uh, the Stonewall Rights inspired pride parades around the world and in turn sends the message of celebration rather than suppression to LGBTQI people everywhere. Uh, what you can do matters. It's as simple, as complicated uh, as that. Although there are still many hurdles to overcome and social barriers to cross, the demand for accountability, just like uh, our ability to cancel, will never die. Um, what a ridiculous article. No, free speech, uh, sorry. Cancel culture is not the answer to a better democracy. Free speeches. Again, believe me. I'm saying this to you from a country where they could send the cops to my house if they don't like one of the videos that I've got on this current channel. Because we have hate speech rules and laws here in Australia. The same goes with England. No, no, no. The way that we make things better is we embrace free speech. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. As Rowan Atkinson said, Mr Bean... The best wet. I'm paraphrasing here. The best weapon against hate speech is more speech. So don't believe these absolute lunatics when they sit there and they'll try to convince you that the bad thing is actually going to be a good thing because all they'll do is weaponize that bad thing against you because they believe. They will always be the ones in power, and that is what they want. That is why they're embracing censorship and hate speech laws and totalitarianism and authoritarianism because it keeps a tight grip on their power. In that article, he was complaining about the things that were, that were suppressing people, yet he's arguing for the tools that they were using. It's utter insanity. Do not let them do it. And when you hear people throw around crap like uh, free speech doesn't mean hate uh, hate speech is, uh, what do they say? Free speech doesn't mean hate speech or something like that. Yes, it does. Because there is no such thing as hate speech. It's only speech that you hate. Don't allow them to do this. It's way too late for England. Like I said, there was like 3,000 arrests or something. 3,000, over 3,000 arrests in England for tweets and stuff that people said on social media. We're we're a few steps closer here in Australia. You know, I have no doubt that one day they'll, they'll probably come knocking on my door because they didn't like, somebody didn't like what I said it hurt their feelings. So, America, whatever you do, if you're in America, never ever give up that First Amendment. Ch- Cherish that's got to be the the one thing that you hold on to. And if I ever was stupid enough to try and get in any sort of political power here in Australia, that's the first thing that would be on my agenda. Is free speech protected in our constitution? Because it isn't. All right, mate, thanks very much for checking out that episode. Please leave a like, leave a comment, leave a five-star review as well. And hopefully this episode, I own you a subscription too. All right, are we done? Yeah, we're done.